Today, hope is needed more than ever. And the good news of Easter is that hope is a lie. We invite you to gather with us this Easter at Mariners to celebrate Jesus' victory over death and his invitation to new life. Invite your friends and neighbors and join us at one of our many in-person Easter services. We have gatherings for every comfort level throughout Orange County. Not ready for physical gatherings? Tune into Mariner's Easter service online. We can't wait to celebrate with you. Visit marinerschurch.org for all our service times and locations. Happy Easter! Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I'm Hannah Munoz, and I'll be your host. Today we're going to look at three different passages. We've got Proverbs 10, verse 24, 11, verse 6, and 19, verse 2, and they read... What the wicked dread will overtake them. What the righteous desire will be granted. The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the unfaithful are trapped by evil desires. Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? Yesterday was Good Friday. and Today was a day that Jesus' body lay in the tomb. And as the world paused then, I want us to pause today and not rush too quickly into celebrating Easter Sunday. As I prepared for this episode and read through the story of Good Friday, I was struck by how both those evil and righteous desires we just read about played into the events leading up to Jesus' crucifixion. So for just a moment, I'd love to invite you to look with me at Judas and Peter, whose desires were disordered, and at Jesus, whose desires aligned perfectly with the Father. Judas was one of the twelve. He walked with Jesus for three years, saw Jesus perform miracles, learned from his life, his teaching, and his relationship with the Father. And yet we all know that he still betrayed Jesus. While the story isn't necessarily about disordered desires, we see some disordered desires very clearly in Judas's life. He had been stealing from the collective money bag, and then in the story of Good Friday, we see him make a deal with the chief priest to turn Jesus in for money. In the Gospel of John, it says the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas to betray Jesus. Over time, as he covered sin in his life and chose consistently not to repent and come clean, he became a slave to those fleshly desires. The disordered desires led him to betray his friend, his teacher, and his Lord. They trapped him and overtook him. Peter was part of the inner circle of Jesus' disciples and the de facto spokesman of the Twelve. He left everything to follow Jesus. He overcame fear and doubt with him and learned to trust him. And he was the first to confess Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God. And in the story of Good Friday, we see a moment of choice for Peter, where he gave in to his own desire for safety and self-preservation and denied Jesus, the one who he called Christ, the Son of the living God, not once, but three times out of fear for his own life. And then we have Jesus. Eric preached so beautifully about that moment of Jesus aligning his will with the Father's in the garden when he prayed, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. 
In this moment, we see full submission to the Father, a desire for God's will to be done and remaining submitted and obedient to the point of death. In the moment when his friend Judas betrays him, he remains faithful to the Father's will and and lets himself be handed over to the authorities. He didn't fight back. In the moment when his beloved Peter denies him, he's actively being tried, knowing what all of this leads to, where he's headed, and he remains faithful to his Father's will the whole journey to the cross. Jesus' desires remain perfectly aligned with the Father. His desires were ordered. In the Gospel of Luke, we are taken into the moment when Peter denies Jesus. And on that third denial, the rooster crows, Jesus is being tried, and it says he looks at Peter. In that very moment that he denies him, Jesus looks at him. And Peter walks away weeping bitterly. We know from Jesus' character that this look couldn't be condemning. That's not who Jesus is. So when I imagine that look between Jesus and Peter, I really believe that G- that Peter was met with eyes that said, I love you and I knew you would deny me. I told you you would. And this is why I am here. This is why I am going to the cross. I know you cannot be faithful. So I will remain faithful to the end. I love you and you are forgiven. Judas never reordered his desires. He never repented, and ultimately it led to his death. Jesus' desires were ordered perfectly. And yes, we see that this led him to the cross and to death, but because he was aligned with the Father's will, his death brought life. Peter recognized his disordered desires, went away, and in repentance he wept bitterly. Peter then became the rock on which the Church of Christ was built because he repented and reordered his desires with the Father through faith in Christ. And though we, like Judas and Peter, live with disordered desires and wrestle with it over and over and over again, through repentance, this life that Christ's death brought is on offer for us too. Our disordered desires do not disqualify us. They do not disqualify you. They qualify us to receive the gift of salvation. It's exactly why Jesus went to the cross. It's why he remained faithful that whole journey there and his whole life. We can choose the path of Judas, keep our disordered desires, cling to them for the life we think they'll give and remain unrepentant in our sin and let it overtake us. And it will. It will overtake us. Or we can choose the path of Peter, who wept in repentance as he encountered the beauty, perfection, and faithfulness of Jesus and understood that it was only through his death that he could truly have life. Galatians 5.24 says that those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to play Hallelujah, What a Savior here at the end. And I just invite you to pause, quiet your soul, and ask the Spirit to search your heart, show you where your desires are disordered, and would you bring them to the cross in repentance. i uh-huh.
Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.